6th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, SmackDown Live. Big title change tonight. Charlotte Flair is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Kofi Kingston is going to WrestleMania, presumably to face Daniel Bryan for the SmackDown, uh, or for the WWE Championship. And yeah, big SmackDown. Matt Morgan, what did you think? How you predicted that. I mean, <laughs> for, 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 for the four horsewomen shot at the end, with all the having their titles, was... Okay, we all could see that, right? That makes sense. Everybody can picture that in our heads, right? But how they would get there within one week, dude, that's a hell of a call, Raj. I mean, Glenn, you got to get, you got to everyone out there, whether you like Glenn, you hate Glenn, or you love Glenn like me, um, you got to give him credit because that is a freaking home run prediction that he predicted last night. I just think it makes sense because they clearly have nothing for Oscar, right? Oh, then it does that make was, sense, yeah. but come on, dude. That was a freaking money prediction if I've ever seen one, and you deserve credit. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I think it's nuts. Now, a lot of people are saying, Matt, did you see what happened on ESPN this morning? When yes, and I, think I went back and watched it on YouTube after seeing it on your Twitter feed earlier, and that's, that, that's so annoying. That's so frustrating. They yeah, refer so to her as Ric Flair's daughter, you know what I mean? They got into details with Becky Lynch being, you know, the man. So they were able to do all that, but they refer to as Charlotte Flair as Ric Flair's daughter. Come on. But we, you know, yeah. I agree. And I now think it eight is time women's champion. She has the record. Most female championships in the WWE. Uh, hey, Glenn, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, but we've, we've been saying this for like six months, right? Like the reason why they're putting Charlotte in this match is so that in the media, the people they could show Charlotte and be like, hey, that's Ric Flair's daughter. Okay, no, you know what? You're right. Okay, that's true. I just don't, I don't know. I don't like it. Maybe yeah, it feels very disrespectful. Like that's maybe I'm being sensitive to it. I don't know, but that was the point. We, we did say that she has name brand recognition of being a flair, right? To mainstream people that don't know wrestling. Yeah, exactly. So I've, I've always felt like that was kind of the draw of putting her in this match was to use that as a selling point. Ronda Rousey against Ric Flair's daughter. Um, but, I, you know, to your point, Glenn, I, I did think that was uh, that just seemed very disrespectful, especially when you were also uh, when you got uh, Becky Lynch there and you got first ever Royal Rumble winner or, or uh, 2019 Royal Rumble winner. And then her, it's just Ric Flair's daughter. She'd be like uh, seven time women's champion daughter of Ric Flair or something where you also, you know, uh, highlight her achievements. Or make that the angle. Make that the angle during the interview that she's seven times women's champion. Have the host say, well, Charlotte, what do you say to all the people out there that say you're just in this because you're Ric Flair's daughter? Have Becky make some crappy comment about it. Don't have that be the Chiron, the title underneath her name. Yeah, Good but word, they don't Chiron. want it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So... The, Crazy day for Charlotte today, right? I think without a doubt on SmackDown, she proved mm -hmm. why she is in this match. She is the oh. new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I think uh, I don't think that title is going to be on the line at Mania. I, like I said, four horsewomen are all going to be holding those titles high when they go off well, the air from New York. How could it be on the line at Mania? How would that make sense? It doesn't make sense. Why would she want to be in that match to begin with if all it is is her defending her title against Ronda Rousey, right? Who... Um, because she wants a chance at becoming the Raw champion too. To, to give up, but she already has a championship, so she would give up her title to become the Raw champion. 
You know what I mean? No, she would say, screw you, WWE, figure it out. I'm a women's champion <laughs> on both shows. What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the alpha move. I'm putting my title on the line because I'm going to have both, you know? I yeah. do believe that WWE has somewhere where they put that it is not a unification match. Um, Good. I like that. Good. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. I mean, this was clearly a late decision because as of this afternoon, they were advertising the Fatal 4-Way for tonight's show that was supposed to determine the number one contender for Asuka. Um, wow. and, and they even had Carmella cut a promo during the afternoon about the, the Fatal 4-Way. So, Where would it air? It was supposed to be tonight. I mean, they had where, announced it. Where it was, was her a, promo? Where was her promo? It was like on Twitter, their social media, their YouTube. It was wow. as she was coming into the arena. And then they deleted it. And then wow. just hours before the show, basically, they changed up their plans. So. I, I dig it. Good job, WWE. In my opinion. In my opinion. I think this was cool. Well, good job on this. Bad job on making Asuka so irrelevant. And bad job oh, on mismanaging on. the rest of the... But they mismanaged yes. the rest of the women's division. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's no one they could have put against Asuka that would have made it past the pre-show. Let me ask right. you this, though. Does anyone yes. want to see Asuka versus Mandy Rose or Asuka versus... No. So, no. They're it, not ready. No. Yeah. So this is, for a week-to-week -week booking decision, a couple weeks out from WrestleMania, this does make the main event stronger. It And it it's not like they're taking away a match that we all wanted to see. It does suck how Asuka has been booked since she's been champion. She hasn't had a meaningful uh, feud a memorable rivalry, just kind of been there. But they are where they are. That's not mm -hmm. a match that anyone wanted to see, and this strengthens the main event. So it, it ultimately, you know, got to say it's probably the right call. But here's right. the question. Here's the question. Okay, so we got the women's triple threat in the main event. We have the tag team four-way match that's going to happen. They haven't announced a women's battle royal yet. Are we going into Mania with only two women's matches on the card? Damn, I'm sure. the women's battle royal yet? They haven't mentioned it. They haven't even hinted at it. Oh, wow. I would assume that they have to, right? Um, pre-show. Pre yeah, pre-show. Sure. Um, I mean, just in, in those two matches alone, you've got, you know, uh, 11 women, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. So it is most of the people on the roster that uh, you'd most, you know, most deserve a shot at, you know, most deserve a WrestleMania match. Um. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing some with Carmella and R-Truth, feuding with Alexa Bliss on who's the host, so I'm sure they'll have a combi segment. Um, obviously, that leaves Asuka out in the cold, which would suck. You know, yeah. I, I would think when it push comes to shove, they're going to do a women's battle royal. Yeah. Uh, we'll see next week, right? They're going to probably announce it Monday on Raw. So tonight, yeah, Asuka and Charlotte had a competitive match, but I think it was pretty clear that they were doing this for Charlotte to win. Certainly wouldn't have made sense to have Charlotte lose tonight with her big WrestleMania match coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, for something impromptu, I think they did a great job. Uh, Matt, I mean, during the match, were you thinking it was competitive at all, or you were just like, nope, this is what's happening? As soon as that match was booked, I said, holy shit, Glenn called this. As soon as it was booked, <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe he called this. Yeah, we, we missed the opening promo, though, the, the New Day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's talk about that. Uh, okay. Let's just talk about that together with the match itself, because I think that storyline will be a little easier to All right. dive yeah. into together. Um, yeah. one, one last thing that I want to get, since there were only three matches tonight, so we have a little bit of time to discuss mm -hmm. this. So if this shakes out, Becky wins, Becky goes to Raw with the title, Charlotte mm -hmm. goes to SmackDown with the title, 
Matt, who do you have them each feud with on the respective brands post WrestleMania? Oscar. Okay, Charlotte. for Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and um, although I really would like to see what could help, and and Charlotte is good enough to pull this off, in my opinion, is I think they could really build Mandy Rose. Huh. I think they could if they if they gave her a feud with Charlotte. Okay, it's not going to be as nowhere near as good as Oscar. I understand this, but. You get, they got to build more stars, and this is an opportunity to build a potential, let's say, a little bit above intercontinental level, but in the women's division, uh, uh, talent in Mandy Rose, right? To get her groomed to be a main eventer one day. And I think a, a shot with Charlotte, an angle with Charlotte, could do that. I really do. I think she would catch a lot of mainstream people's eyes. I do. In, and that, in, that, in that Trish kind of way, Raj. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's also Lacey Evans. You know, Vince is high on her. I could see oh, them easily God. thrusting her into the into the mix there. She has not done anything yet. Yeah, but the, they've they've done that before, uh, where they bring someone up, shoot them to the moon, and then bring them all the way back down. Well, not after coming out and modeling whatever the hell she does and walks up and down the aisle and, and not in a championship on, match. And not on TV this week, right before Mania. That's another important distinction. Not on television this week Good. after a stream. shouldn't be. If they're not using her at Mania, she should not be eating up time for people that are going to be on Mania the week before the show. You need those minutes. All those minutes matter. Like maybe 30 seconds she, matter. Maybe she enters and wins the Women's Battle Royal. That would be a good way to put her. That would be a great like, yeah. way to push her. Okay, then I could buy that. Yeah. She's done I, I, I really do see them going with Lacey versus Becky sooner than later and, and then Charlotte versus Asuka. So I, I think Becky moves to Raw. Uh, probably feuds with Lacey and Charlotte and Oscar is your SmackDown feud. I yeah, no one else has been booked strong enough to, you Who know, it, it Nia Jax, the unfinished business that Becky Lynch has that oh, got us maybe. into the situation in the first place. Maybe that, man. Maybe it's that then because you still need her to be a baby, a baby face fighting from underneath position, even as champion. I think I could see them doing that with her. Mm -hmm. And you do it versus Nia. That'd be a great match of money in the bank. That would be a good, solid pay-per-view right. match. Yeah. So uh, it's an exciting time. I think Ronda Rousey taking some time off, if indeed that is what's happening, will be mm -hmm. very good. Uh, they can correct a lot of what is wrong with the women's division once she's gone um, for a while. And if they want to finally do the four horsewomen of NXT versus the four horsewomen of MMA, they can always mm -hmm. have that door open for her to come back. But as Raj pointed out, people can't even name all four. No. 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 <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, before we get to New Day and Kofi and that news. Let's talk about what happened tonight: AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle, part of Kurt Angle's retirement tour. Match got going, and then we was robbed by Randy Orton. Good that that was a good way. That, that that was good. Remember, I told you guys these these Kurt Angle tour matches need to have no finishes to them in order <laughs> to get Kurt Angle there without giving away a win from him and somebody having to lose going yep. to Mania or him getting his win. And then it's like, well, what the hell do we care that he got his win or, or him getting beat rather. And then it takes it away from Corbin at Mania being the one to retire him with a loss. So this was good. Plus it put a lot of steam on uh, Orton. I thought makes him look like a jerk. He shoot pissed me off because I wanted to watch it. Yeah, there is. I could see people criticizing it for being too short. But if it's going to end in a DQ anyway, 
why not move to the, you know, move to the stuff that matters. So I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought, I think you called this last night, Matt, where you're saying it was going to be a DQ or something, or, or we were talking about it, but it, yeah, it didn't make sense for Kurt to lose here or AJ. So it was, mm -hmm. it was the right finish. And yeah. Kurt stays undefeated throughout his little farewell tour right. uh, heading into Mania. So yeah. that, that was a, that was a good choice. I, I just didn't like, you know, I'll obviously, Anytime I see an AJ match go that short, I always am leaving wanting more. But. Right. Now, we did get an additional segment tonight, which was uh, Shane versus The Miz. And uh, the real thing that came out of that, aside from the fact that Sanity's working security now, along with, uh, was it Epico or Primo tonight out there with uh, Shelton Benjamin? I wasn't sure. But it was Primo. Primo. It is going to be a false count anywhere match between the Miz and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Does it really need to be false count anywhere? No. I mean, right? This just means Shane's going to jump off something, and then the Miz is going to be able to pin him over on the uh, announce table. That's pretty much how that could finish, actually. He yeah, jumped I... off the top of the Tron. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this just gives Shane an excuse to do something crazy. So, yeah, yeah, and, definitely. And... And Shane kind of needs that. His matches, you know, he's not a great singles wrestler. He, you know, AJ got a, a, a really good match out of him. But outside of that, um, you know, his match with Taker a, a few years ago at, at WrestleMania kind of sucked outside of the big spot. So, you know, any uh, bells and whistles you can add to it to kind of disguise Shane's shortcomings, I think, is a good thing. So, um, yeah, I think the stip... The stip works, you know, whether it's a new no DQ, false count anywhere in this case, I think it's a good idea. So we did open the show with the New Day saying uh, they were ready to quit the WWE because of the way that Kofi was being screwed out of this championship opportunity. They asked for Vince McMahon to come to the ring and explain why. And I felt like we didn't really get an answer. They're sticking with this B-plus player line. Uh, Daniel Bryan came out and leaned heavily into that. But the end result was... The New Day being set up, uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods to have a tag team gauntlet match at the end of the show. If they won that, then Kofi would get to go to WrestleMania. Um, Matt, do you feel like, do you feel satisfied at this point? In the comments last week and on Twitter, we were talking about they got to give a reason because the reason we're assuming is is a racial thing for whatever reason. Or the reason the reason that a lot of people are assuming about the the glass ceiling, as it were, for an African American wrestler. African American wrestler. Yeah. yeah. So do you feel that they've, I don't know. I mean, do you feel like they've explained it or they don't have to at this point? What do you, th you think they have to, because enough of us are talking about it and wondering, is that why you're saying that? Yeah. I, I feel like people want an answer because the answer people are assuming is actually probably much worse than what they would come up with. What could they possibly come up with? Think, I want you to really think about this. What could their answer be other than something weird? Like, well, the African-Americans we've had on a roster have been amazing athletes, but it just hasn't worked out that way. Oh, really? Over 300 years WWE's been around? It just hasn't worked out <laughs> that way? You, you, you know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, how, what would they say? And uh, I think their explanation is that Vince thinks that Kofi's a B-plus player, and that's it. And I think that's just their way of explaining it. That's their storyline. It's the same thing they did with Daniel Bryan, and they're leaving it at that. Here's the truth. Here's, here's in my opinion, the truth. There is many more Caucasians than African-American wrestlers on WWE, oh, yeah. right? Would we agree to that? Just in general, yeah. Ratio-wise, right? If you were to break it in down. In the U.S., right? for sure, yeah. In the U.S., WWE. 
um, and WWF before that. So they would point to the numbers and say, well, look, we've had, you know, eight, whatever it is, a nine to one and a ratio of, you know, Caucasian male versus an African-American male on our roster. So what do you expect? Well, what we expect is like, if this is a shoot sport, the best person wins, who gives a crap what color they are. It's just that we should not be noticing at this point in 2019 that we'll wait a minute here. There's hardly any ever African-American champions. What's the deal with that? And it's not just the fans jumping to conclusions here. Big E cut a promo that was very... Um, I agree. It, it, I it, it suggested it. that. Uh, I, I felt them. Yeah, so it's not like you, you, they can say, oh, well, fans are jumping to conclusions when Big E's promo is... Anyone listening to that, with when he's saying people like us can't make it in the company and people like us only get, go so far, obviously people are going to draw certain conclusions with something like that. Now, um, yeah. As far as tonight goes, no race thing. The thing that bothered me is that Kofi's not cutting his own promos. Like no, Xavier Woods is cutting his promos weird. for him. And yeah, that was annoying. And then even the end, I would argue, I didn't like it because it wasn't. Kofi wasn't able to get into the moment and celebrate, in my opinion, yeah, because he wasn't in the moment. He was cold backstage watching the crap supposedly on screen and then comes out and acts like he has to won the, he won the World Series. If he was in a match that brought him there, we would have gotten that emotion out of him. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Shouldn't, shouldn't last week and this week have been reversed? Like last week, New Day yes. had to win, and then yes. they didn't. And then this week, it's Kofi that what? has to go through the gauntlet. He wins it, and he gets put in. Not New what? Day wins it, and he gets put in. What does that tell you, Raj? I'm telling you right now, they did not. They they booked this. I'm telling you, week to week. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's no way they could have. Yeah, three, four weeks, five weeks out had this plan. No way. No way. Yeah, I agree 100. percent This week they probably yeah, came in, be like, well, okay, how are we going to get Kofi in tonight? Another gauntlet. Well, we did that. We've done two gauntlets with him. All right. Well, new day. But yeah, it, it, it weakens it that he's not winning the match to get him himself into the world championship match. So weird. Well, he's part of a team of three. They're family. They, it makes sense. No, no, right. no, no. It's not the same thing. I guarantee you today's show was either rewritten at the last minute. I, this, this, what they had in mind this morning was completely different with what we got tonight. Yeah. And the best part of that gauntlet match was the Usos coming out and saying they forfeit. They did the Rudy that we were talking about. That was cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. I dug that. That was the high point. That's what people will remember about that match tonight more than mm -hmm. them going against the bar, uh, the opening mm -hmm. rounds of that, uh, even more than mm -hmm. them beating uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan at the end. So I don't know. I don't know that we need a reason. Uh, proportional representation is important. Representation in general is important. Look at what, and that's why I think Kofi Kingston is going to win at WrestleMania. Again, I don't want to be cynical about this, but similar to the women, I think the WWE will say, okay, look at the success of a film like Black Panther. People talk about representation. Uh, the WWE is doing its part to uh, showcase diverse champions. I mean, I, I always just say this. The best, it's hard to treat it like a real sport at times. When, we, but, but I want to fall back in that and just say, I don't care what the skin color is. I just think the best athlete should win. You can't really say that with wrestling, though, can you? No, right? it's, it's because it packaged. is a work. Yeah, it's the work, right? So I, I hear what you're saying, Glenn. I, I do, and I think it's been high time. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're we're in a different time right now, a different time and age, and you, you need to be, you need to be. WWE fancies themselves as 
a company that has its finger on the pulse with what's going on in society. And I would argue they would, they're a little late to the dance on this one, but yeah. um, I, 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 I'm all for it. I mean, I think Kofi deserves it. Regardless Kofi deserves of being it. Absolutely. Or not. Absolutely. I, I think the storyline, it's interesting because it's building to that moment that Kofi wins the belt, right? Like it's, it's building yeah. all this sympathy on Kofi, but I don't think it's building Kofi as a long-term character. Oh, well, no, then that's okay. Because here's the thing. It's like when, I would argue when 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 Eddie first won the title. I remembered I was there the night he won it from Brock. Yeah. I remember nobody was like shitting on him, but everyone assumed he was going to be a transitional champion. You know what I mean? Hey, we're going to Eddie finally won the big one. All right, he has a feather in his cap now. Two months later, he drops the title to whoever. JBL. Yeah, JBL. It'd be something weird like that, right? But but he did. You know, it worked for him. People got behind him fanatically. And it worked at him as a champion, um, but 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 more than we thought it would. Um, and um, I, I think Kofi, it's up to him with what he does with it. But you're you're right. I don't think he's going to be some like long term main eventer all of a sudden. No. Yeah, I don't see him in the world title picture in SummerSlam. And again, I think you could do some stuff booking wise to make him stronger as a character to go beyond that moment where he wins the title. Um, you know, again, not having new day cut his promos, having him deck Ben quick man, having him, you know, like stand up for himself as opposed to just kind of stand standing there. You're building sympathy yeah. but long-term and it's hard to look at him as a badass character that you're invested in. And he doesn't have to be badass, but you know what I mean? Like a, uh, a, a, a someone that seems like a top guy. As opposed to someone you're rooting for because you've seen all the years he's put in and you feel like he deserves it because of that as opposed to he looks and feels like a champion. I wish he would just take his silly gear off. No offense to through, you know. Uh, I, I, like when he's wearing tights with like Fruit Loops on it or or Yo's, whatever, cartoon drawings and crap, it's... Yeah, I mean, he could be affiliated with the New Day, but change his gear a little bit, be a little more serious and and, you know... Mm-hmm. talk you know like really uh uh really cut some promos how he was dressed I, I i never i hope i got this right i remember he's wearing a wife beater and like a jeans a pair of jeans that night that he screwed up orton's car remember <laughs> yeah i thought that night he looked like a man event yeah like, you know i think a lot of people did he seemed like he was on his way and then yeah. Either he didn't get up for an RKO too quick or he he didn't stay down for the punt and that just kind of killed his push. But, you know, I think uh, I'm really rooting for Kofi. That's one match I am emotionally invested in, but I, I would yeah. like to see it go beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so someone else did get to do some talking tonight during the promos, and that was Ramos Terrio and his son, Dominic. Uh, Dominic, <clears throat> new mouthpiece for Rey Mysterio. Talk back about, for more. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they saw that it popped last week, right? Got to keep that going. Um, so Ray and Joe at WrestleMania, they're trying to build this. God, they have all these matches. I feel like this is tough, right? Because aside from Kofi and aside from the women, I don't know. I mean, are what, what are you most excited for aside from Kofi and the women at Mania? I, I got it. I, I don't. I, I drew McIntyre, maybe. I want to see what kind of performance he puts out there. Versus the big dog. I want to see how that match goes. I want to see how much heat Drew can get. I want to see what he looks like under the bright lights in a quote-unquote main event caliber match, if you will. All right. Um, And see how he does. I want to see how he performs. I want to see if anything, does he hold back or does he get better? Some people get better 
when more pressure's on them. And I'm interested in my own personal opinion to see if Drew is that, if he can step up more. If he steps up more, he is going to be their main heel, in my opinion, for, for a few years, a few years coming. Yeah. This is absolutely crazy. I just called up on Wikipedia the current match card for WrestleMania 35. We have 13 matches with none of the men's tag teams represented. Right. With uh, no women's battle royal. And no there. John Cena match. And no John Cena match. 13 matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, quite a, a pay per view. Yeah. So you're get you got to guess at least one of those tag title matches is on there. It's weird. The Usos have not wrestled since they won the titles. Not even house shows. I don't know what's uh, what's going on there, but. Um, Maybe from when they got in trouble, maybe. But they, but they won the titles after they got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, or maybe one of them's just, you know, a little banged up. Um, not sure. But, you know, The Undertaker, I guess, is coming back for the Saudi Arabia show. That's in May. So the fact that he's wow. working with WWE again, I can almost see him. You know, we're, we're talking about matches. We're forgetting Elias has a concert segment. So there's a segment there. Uh I don't know if that's going to involve Undertaker or involve John Cena, but it doesn't seem like they're going to do a match with Cena. Uh, definitely not going to do one with Taker. So whether they I'm do okay it, with that. He's my favorite wrestler of all time, but I'm okay with no Undertaker match at Mania and no Cena match. Actually, this this is what they're late to, against WWE. WWE is very late to the dance on this memo, but. Um, at least they're finally there. Those 13 matches, guys, is a great sign. I know they're not marquee matches, but they will be the next year or the year after that by doing what they're doing this year, by giving new guys um, all these spots on the WrestleMania card, right? Yeah. And these are, young, these are younger guys versus younger guys. I like that. And I, I think they've got to get through this growth stage to get those talents to that John Cena-ish level. John Cena is once in a lifetime, is, is once a generation wrestler. I don't mean to exactly his level, but pretty damn close. Yeah, it would just be cool to see one of those guys like really, really put over a younger talent. You know what I mean? Like Cena put over a Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman beating an Undertaker instead of just them trading wins amongst themselves, like Undertaker beating Cena last year. Moving it to somebody uh, that you got a lot of faith in. Velveteen Dream, someone's bringing up, you know, having him get a big win over someone like Asina. Um, and, and now, obviously, it's way too late. But if you had planned that six months in, in advance, you could have made him a character. He faces Cena, gets a big win. It's shocking. Cena's, for, you know, first loss to a younger guy in, in forever. It would be, it, it would make someone. So we had WrestleMania 32 had 12 matches, 33 had 13, 34 had 14. Okay, so if they had the Women's Battle Royal, we'll be at 14 this year. Good news is um, with the tag teams open, I mean, that Andre card, it's funny that they've got Michael Shane, Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live's Weekend Update in there because there's a lot of talent without a Mania match. This could be like the most stacked Andre lineup ever. <laughs> I guess. I mean, there's no like main eventers in there outside of Braun. No, uh, no, no. You could think of in the main event. So, no, you're right. But this is one of those, like I'm, I'm telling you, it feels like it's a growth, I don't know, like a growth process or growing pains, if you will, that they need to go through with this card. I, I, I keep, because think about it, guys. We said we want these marquee matches. 
it, you know what I mean? And it's cool to see them pass a torch, like what you said, Raj, and that's cool. But like we also bitch about it when The Rock has to come back. We also bitch about it when Cena comes back. And we want these guys to take the damn mantle, but then we got to give them an opportunity to do that. So let's see what the, let's see what happens at Mania. Let's see what kind of show they put out. I have a feeling it will surprise us. And here's the other crazy thing: we bitch about multi-man matches at Mania. In the men's matches, there's not a Look single match. There's it's all singles matches on the card right now, with the exception of the Andre. That is us applauding the WWE right now, folks. You yeah. heard it here. Yeah, I mean, this is like restraint. I mean, let's just run through. We, it we, we, still, got, we still got a week for, for a lot of that to change. Um, no, you were in cloud. I mean, I, <laughs> I could see the U.S. title, uh, you know, it not being staying a one-on-one with Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and run through this. Yeah, so we got Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. That's the Cruiserweight match. Triple H versus Batista, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, Shane McMahon versus The Miz, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, DeAndre, Samoa Joe versus Ray, Bobby Lashley versus Finn, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, the women's tag team match, which is uh, the Boston Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom versus the Iconics versus the Samoan Slaughterhouse. They're going with that, I guess. And then Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. I like the Samoan Slaughterhouse, actually. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, this is actually kind of amazing how much talent is being left off this card right now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a stacked roster. I'm sorry, they are. They're a very deep roster right now. And that's not including the guys that are ready for the main roster in NXT. Your, your Adam Cole, you know, guys like that. Um, their roster is insane right now. It really, really is deep. Yeah. There's a ton of talent. I mean, this this could be a really, really great WrestleMania. I think there's going to be a very stacked Battle Royal. I think they'll add a women's Battle Royal, which would be great. But uh, I don't know. As it stands right now, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited for this after tonight. I'm glad we got Kofi against Daniel. I'm glad that uh, Charlotte has a title. I think, I mean, I feel bad for Asuka, but uh, this does add a lot to that match. It does. I feel better for Charlotte and then the, and the three-way dance. Than I do feeling bad for Oscar. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like it. It adds more star power to a loaded yes, match. Yes, it does. Making your main event stronger and and tossing aside a match that no one cared to see. It sucks yeah. for Oscar again. I hate the way she's been booked, but in this for where they're at, this was the right call. Again, do, it's the main it, event of WrestleMania, right? You got. Yeah, I could easily see Kofi not winning. I hope that's not the case. Um, no, he's winning. I, I in, in a lot of ways, that's the most uh, – I, I think that match would steal the show. Of course, because the, emo- the emotions in it that, that we're going to go through, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and, and even like in the gauntlet when it came down to Kofi and, and Brian and, and the match that they had. And, how fucking – how great was that? Yeah, an elimination chamber. Um, yeah, I think, I think that could be great. The, their chemistry in there was awesome. It was like, oh my god, I would kill to see them wrestle for twenty minutes. Yeah, and I think Becky, that'll be awesome. Um, Seth and Brock. I mean, Brock. Is might, I think that's going to surprise us. Yeah, Brock has shown that he could. He, I mean, he had great match. You know, really great matches with AJ and Daniel Bryan. So, and a really good one with Finn. So it definitely could uh, could over deliver. It could be a sleeper. Yep. So uh, what else is going on? I feel like there's some other news we should get to. 
there is. Uh, Connor is it real quick. Connor McGregor. He was saying that uh, that he is retiring from UFC. So obviously, the big rumor then right away was, oh, is WWE going to sign him? Is he going to be at WrestleMania? And then hours later, the story comes out that he's under inves- uh, investigation for an alleged sexual assault incident uh, that happened in December, I guess. Uh, in Ireland, it was in the news, but they, in Ireland, they can't name names for a suspect until they're convicted in, in, in the case of rape. Um, so he's dealing with that. So, you know, there's definitely no way uh, that he's um, going to be involved. Uh, Gronk retired, Rob Gronkowski. Um, so he'll be, in w- he'll be in WWE. Yeah, he's obviously got big ties to WWE. I wonder how much money they'd spend for someone like Gronk because... He he's tricky. Okay, here's why he's tricky, because his build is awkward. He's wiry. He almost looks like a basketball player. He's very like tall and skinny. And, yeah. And 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 so like even when he did that tackle spot with uh, what's his name, Jinder, Jinder Mahal, it was like, I'm like, you know what I mean? It was awkward. I was like, Jinder, you would have bumped to that. Like you're thicker than him. He's he's like a beanpole. So like. They've got to figure out what to like physically. He needs to change his because I see him fully fledged going to WWE. I swear to you guys, I think this is happening. So I'm already planning him being there, and I'm thinking like, okay, so what can he do that's going to make people want to watch other than him be Gronk? How do they get that on TV? How do they get that on the camera? Because other because think about it. What makes him Gronk is stuff that you can't write for. It's just like what's his name, his boy, you know, who's Mojo, hype. Mojo Rally, right? He yeah, that's a personality. Of, he's a <laughs> yeah. center of he's the center of the party, right? But he can't figure out how to translate that on television. Yeah, you know it's going to really suffer. Figured out a way to translate that to television, to translate that into a character that's more than just one dimensional. You know, that could be a normal person that's a happy go lucky guy that likes to you know that's mm-hmm. the life of the party. Well, if Gronk goes to WWE, Matt Riddle's career, he's going to have to get a new gimmick, something. So Gronk is only 29, so um, he will be a WWE superstar. I'm telling you, I, I, it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's got the connections. He's a lifelong fan. Uh, there's videos of him cutting old 80s promos. So um, you got to think. It, it seems like a natural fit. Again, I don't, I don't see him being like a Ronda Rousey. Where no, no, and this is where his build hurts him. I'm telling you, it's it's weird. And his personality. I, I think that kind of a personality, I don't know what kind of staying power that has. You can't write for it, right? You can't make it compelling to want to see that. I mean, you want to see the freak factor, like the car accident thing, right? You, <laughs> right. you want a rubberneck and it, there's a match that's going to happen with him in it. Okay, I want to I want to buy the pay-per-view and I want to see what he looks like in the ring. One time, that's it. Yeah. And then once I've seen him that one time, freak factor is now over with, right? I've seen it. Yeah, I think it's going to be very Goldberg-esque. Uh, his move set. If they capitalize and strike while well, they, I mean, Goldberg, set him. Goldberg was awesome. Goldberg did he did so well. Like th- those moves were so high impact. I, Gronk is a little more. Awesome. He, he, Goldberg people forget was doing MMA before people were putting that yeah. in wrestling, dude. Right. What I'm saying is that if they're going to strike when the iron's hot, they're not sending Gronk to NXT. You know. Oh right? yeah, no, no, yeah, hundred percent, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be like Spear. You know, three moves. It'll be the Ronda Rousey road, and hopefully he picks it up like she did, which, you know, she's a freak. She picked it up uh, so well, way faster than anyone could have expected. So yes, can't expect that with everyone or hardly anyone. You're right. Yeah. Uh, 
So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Mustafa Ali is now just Ali. He's, yeah, they got rid of the Mustafa. Um, <laughs> these name changes sometimes. It's like I can see when you're bringing someone up that no one knows, but when it's someone that's been, you know, competing for the world title, and now you're changing his name. It's just weird. Ali, though? I mean, just Ali. What about Muhammad Ali? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, just, just Ali. I, I guess they, I don't know what it was. I don't, I, I don't see why, but some of the name changes I get, Otis, do, whatever his last, what was his last name? Dovu, Dovu, Dovic. I, as soon as he came out, I, I knew Vince was going to change that last name and drop it. But uh, some of these other ones just make no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Brutus Beefcake in the WWE Hall of Fame, question mark? Hasn't been announced yet, but he's being advertised in the New York area. So um, I think it's cool. I think it's a very memorable character from the 80s. Well, yeah, definitely. But really quick, what, why, what do you mean question mark? Why, why is he being rumored? Well, it hasn't been announced. So been- uh, it's uh, well, who broke the story, Rush? Uh, this was a couple months ago. PW Insider first reported it, but um, but now it's it's starting to play in the ads, like local ads in the New York network. So, um, what's playing in the local ads in New York? That Brutus is one of the inductees. Where would there be an ad for that? That's what I don't understand. Oh, everywhere. I mean, like that. I was saying yesterday how Kofi versus Daniel Bryan was in those Instagram ads, but they have radio ads in New York where uh, they're talking about the Hall of Fame and Hall of Fame tickets, and they're talking about and you know mentioning who's being inducted. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. The really not going to get Cindy Lauper. Really not going to get Cindy Lauper this year, huh? Doesn't look like it. Um, Oh well, it would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, it it doesn't look like any celebrity unless they announce it on Twitter or something, but. yeah, it would have been cool. Uh, I, I, I'm glad if it's not Cindy, I'm glad they're not doing a celebrity induction as opposed to just throwing someone in, somewhere, someone in there that just did, you know, uh, you know, a, 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 a oh, if it was Pitbull, I, I, I said, if it was Pitbull, I was walking. I'm done with the WWE. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Pit, yeah, I agree with that. If, if Pitbull goes in before Cindy Lauper, I'm done with the WWE at oh, any time. I, shame on them. If so, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Uh, yeah, it's starting to feel like WrestleMania season tonight. I think giving us something unexpected like that helped. Oh, and today uh, they announced uh, that Joan Jett is performing Ronda Rousey's entrance, which I believe we also predicted on this podcast a while back. So she's going to be live there at WrestleMania when Ronda comes to the ring. That's pretty badass. That's, you know, that's really cool that UFC never pulled that off and WWE is doing it, you know? Yeah. I think it'll be great. UFC, um, they've done it in the past where they had like Sinead O'Connor sing Connor out one time and, and they've done stuff like that before. But um, yeah, they've never been able to do Joe and Jet. So I was a big fan dude, of her, she, big fan of 80s music. Yeah, rock, when I was so. a little kid, dude, she was, I had a record. Yeah. I love rock and roll. Yep, yep. She's fantastic. She's great live. I highly recommend, seriously, if she ever tours, any any of our listeners, if Joan Jett ever tours in her area, go see her live. She has so many more hit songs than you remember, and she just puts on an amazing show. I think it'll bring the energy. What I hope, that they're going to have yeah. to do something big for Becky. They're going to have to do something big for Charlotte. Yes. Right. Yeah. Be cool, I'm, interested, 
I'm interested in what they'll do for Becky. Charlotte, you could see them doing tons of different production things. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know what they'll do for Becky. I hope it's dope. Yeah, yeah, she's never really had a big mania entrance. I mean, she had a good one. Um, it was the weakest of the three. I just watched it again the other night. It was oh, in Dallas? Yeah, it was the weakest of the three girls, remember? Well, and yeah, because Snoop Dogg and uh, Rick with Charlotte. They cut her off while she was still making her entrance the other side of the ring. Wow. <laughs> and then last year, she was just in that battle royal. Isn't that crazy? She was just kind of a nobody in that battle royal last year. And here she is. I mean, that's quite the, uh, that's quite the rise from one year to the next. Yeah. No, she's had uh, an amazing, especially uh, since SummerSlam, right? I mean, everything has just completely changed for her, and uh, she deserves it. I mean, and so the word got out the other day, Raj, did you confirm that she's actually the top merch seller in the company right now? Uh, I'm, I, I haven't seen that. Oh, I saw, uh, I believe, uh, I can't remember what site had it, but some site had that confirmed. The Becky, and it makes sense. I mean, they're finally releasing a lot of merch. For I mean, Roman hasn't been around, so I'm sure Roman will probably take that spot back now that he's back. But um, it's not fair because they give they give him like 55 shirts. You know what I mean? They don't. <laughs> they, they need they, they need to make Becky more. She'll sell them all. Yeah. No, and they just announced she's getting a Funko Pop vinyl finally available for pre-order. Um, even seeing that, like I tweeted the link out to that and I just seeing like the amount of traction that got people. I mean, I buy those things. I'm surprised how many people buy those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of demand. So I think, uh, hopefully they don't screw it up. Now is the rumor true Raj that she's got a new contract and, uh, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I'm not sure if she signed it yet. Um, but she's expected to. So it's kind of like how the deal with AJ recently where his contract, uh, he got it, and it was expected he would sign it, and he signed it. So I'm guessing it's the same deal. That's great. Uh, when's Oscar's deal up? Man, I don't know. Um, when did she debut in NXT? Most of these deals are three-year deals. Um, 2015, so maybe she's uh, already re-signed or is on an extension. Yeah, she probably re-upped. So. Oh, it's unfortunate. But it might have been just re-upping when she got called to the main roster. Yeah, who knows? Um you know, I'll I'll see if I can find anything on that, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anything else we should cover? I feel like we uh, blew through a lot of this tonight, but it's exciting, man. Finally, starting to feel like mania season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, before we take it out, Matt Morgan, anything you want to plug? <sighs> um, no. Okay. There you have it, folks. <laughs> uh, Raj, <laughs> what's coming up on the site? Uh, we got interviews with Sam Adonis. Uh, gosh, I can't, I can't remember. There's so many right now. Um, uh, brother of Corey Graves, who talks about like a lot of the scrutiny that Corey Graves has uh, been experiencing online. Uh, and uh, yeah, you're talking really, to his, wait, hang on. You said you're talking to his brother. Yeah, Sam Adonis. He has Dude, that. To, to tell tell him I said what's I'm very good friends with him. Tell him oh, what's okay. up. Yeah, Let's absolutely. Yeah, we'll do. Um, and yeah, just tons of, tons of interviews coming up this week. So, uh, Rikishi, Buff Bagwell, um, are, are just a couple of the other ones coming up this week. Well, yeah. So because cool. it says it in the title, uh, the raw ratings quickly, Raj, it was down this week, wasn't it down? So around it's, it's the fifth lowest rating of the year is like 2.5, 2.6 in the, in there, uh, last year around this time they were doing 3.3. So you're talking about being down 800,000 viewers in a year, uh, around, from last WrestleMania season to this. I mean, that's a big chunk. So, um, 
They need to, you know what, they need to plug that can, gap. Can I just point something out tonight when we were going over like some of the stuff with Mania? And, I, and we, were, we were talking about other matches that weren't just like SmackDown related. We're talking about in general, no big match feel matches. We didn't even talk about Hunter and Batista. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking about that later. Isn't that crazy, though? Isn't that crazy <laughs> how insignificant it feels? Because that's the way it feels. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You yeah. have to remind yourself. And, and they, you know, storyline-wise, they just kind of dropped the ball on that. If they would have just done that angle with Flair and left it at that, I'd probably be <laughs> it was so much better. 100%, dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, so WrestleMania weekend. We're going to be covering TakeOver. We're going to be covering Mania. We're going to be covering Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania. We're doing all these live for the first time doing and TakeOver, Mania, Raw, and SmackDown live. And now. also ROH New Japan. Uh, so so uh, Jesse Collings and myself will be covering that. Nice. I'm going to be watching Hall of Fame thinking, man, these speeches sure do go on <laughs> a long, long time. Uh, but they're forcing everyone to stay this year. Is that true? Oh, man, I don't. I don't know how you could do that. How could you do that? <laughs> Door, doors lock from the outside. Yeah. Seems oh like a hazard. <laughs> yes, it is. It's illegal, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, where I live tweet along with WWE <clears> programming and also uh, spout my crazy ass predictions. Sometimes they come true, and uh, we'll see you back here Monday night for the go home raw before WrestleMania 35 until next time, folks take care. And we'll see you back here on the wrestling Inc podcast.